Hey, I'm Becky and this is Fuzz. And we're the Hope and Mum and Dad podcast. We're on episode 38. And we're here to talk to you today about our two-week wait. So super super duper quick condensed catch-up with what's been, you know, like our story so far. Trying to start a family, didn't happen. Went to the doctors, loads of tests, mm-hmm. not the best way of doing them either, like the wrong order. Yeah. Turns out it's my count. I got good quality but low count. Uh, so we've been referred to ICSI. We've had a uh, we've Becky had loads of hormones to stimulate more eggs to to be ready. Yeah. Then she had a trigger shot, which um, basically went all the eggs get out, <laughs> and then she went in to get them collected. Mm-hmm. We had five originally, right? Five collected. Five yeah. collected. Two of them weren't very good. Mm-hmm. And then, so that left three, and then we had no, uh, no. Go on, you do that bit. Two were good. Yeah. Three got uh, knocked off. Yeah, if that's the right way. Yeah, for and various then, reasons at different stages. Yeah, so we then, ended up with two eggs. Yeah, one transferred, one in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Yay! So right now we're time traveling a bit again, but right now Becky has a uh, fertilized embryo. They fresh. No, day five. Day five. Day five embryo in the oven. Yeah. In the womb. Well, theoretically, in the past. <laughs> in the past. Yeah, we're time... No, well, this yeah. is, if you're listening... Time travelling back to June 2021. Yeah, but, you know, like, people are going to listen... People listen to podcasts at different times anyway, yeah. so this is where we're at at the moment. Yeah, so finally, after almost four... Nearly four and a half years, there is um, a little fertilised egg egglet as you have been referring to it in my womb and um so the process when you have an egg transferred is that once it's in you have to wait for two weeks it's yeah. famously they're meant to give you a cup of tea wait. on the way out as well which becky was quite annoyed about last time so we're in the two, two week wait and it's torturous because there's not a lot you can do um they don't tell you to change anything just not even take it easy really just you do you carry on with your normal life um so it was like frustrating really first time we've ever done it the furthest along we've ever been isn't it because i mean it was really weird to it was hard to know what to feel like as well Mm. because in the ivf community and in the uh trying to conceive community like we just say other people seem to next time all right (laughs) because we say that a lot and it's like yeah we could probably just say other people seem to so at this stage you're pregnant until proven otherwise or pregnant and staying pregnant so you're called pupo or pupo Mm. or pasp so we've never been pregnant before so this was like regardless of what the outcome was was after the two week wait we were pregnant and that's a big deal yeah so even if it turned out it was negative at least for a day i was pregnant no do you know what I mean? No, I don't and get that. But. Well, because the egg is fertilized yeah, and it's inside me, so that means I'm pregnant. Yeah, anyway, go on. Yeah. So yeah, we um I don't know what we did really to pass the time. We've been we for were just walks. Like, we just did normal stuff and Watch I think TV. I was like oh, I can't think about it cuz it's too much. You talked to Egglet a little bit. You did. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want to get too into it cuz anything can happen. Yeah. I am like people must Anyone that what, uh, listens, I know uh, there's probably more women than men listening, but I must sound like a right moody bastard. <laughs> like, but I'm not. You're I'm just, just being real. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to 
manage my you expectations. You are a bastard. But yeah, that's me personally. I won't, and I won't apologize for it. But mm. a lot of you know, if some people might think that's super like a proper downer kind of thing, but for me, I'd rather just like manage my expectations and be like scientific process might work, yeah. might not. We'll come to that bridge if it gets so, to it. I was on the internet all the time Googling, naturally, as you do. Uh, they gave us the test date of um, the 2nd of July. So we had to wait till then, which was two weeks following the transfer, a Saturday morning. Um, but by this stage, my little head had started ticking over. And like I said, I'd been on the internet. And um, webs. we were getting close, closer, but not close enough to the date. And it got to day 10, and my logic was, well, we're on day 10, the embryo's five days Ooh. old. Okay, so yeah, this is around the time of my Ironman race. Yeah, this is the week before so just, your Ironman. Just to, just to add a little zhuzh of drama into it as well. Da, da, da. I have been training for an Ironman race for like a year or just over a year, um, which is, I don't think it's a big deal but like a lot of people think, are like oh my deal. god like so basically um the ironman event is uh like to swim four kilometers or two miles then ride, ride a bike for 100 miles or 180 kilometers and then run a marathon mm-hmm. so i was training 26 miles is yeah that? 26 a marathon people that's the one that people know the most i think so this was like were we traveling when we did the test? Um, not the first one. No. Okay. So, <laughs> hint. <laughs> yeah. You were major stressed anyway because basically the. So we were told. We were told stuff, mm. and Becky went. Well, actually, mm. if I Google this yeah. and then I take this bit of information but leave this bit out, then I think it's completely then, natural. Yeah, but this is our. This is what we'll say to everyone. Don't do it. Do not do what we did. If they tell you to test on a day, that is the day. Don't mess with it. Don't do tests. Please. You will just, you could. Here's just, the reason why. Yeah, the reason why was because Becky thought, uh, you know, oh, I, well, I'll, if, if I take this day and not this day, I, it, it's only really applicable for IVF and ICSI, I think, because of the transfer dates and the frozen stuff. Yeah, the so, fact that the embryo is growing or has grown so Becky was like, if, if the embryo is already kind of growing for a bit, then I can skip a couple of days because we're a couple of days ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, no, don't, no, don't. And then about after about the 750th time, I was like, okay, let's go. Let's just do it. Yeah. And then... We did it. You bought a test, didn't you? Yeah. Remember which one? A blue dye one. Am I allowed to say the brand? Yeah, clear uh, blue. I don't know why you think they're going to sue you or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, we brought that that test and but you, yeah, peed on the stick and then went to bed and then woke up. I think when when I peed on it, it was negative, and then I left it. We don't know. And went basically. to bed. And like, when we came back, there was like a faint line. So we were like, blurry. oh shit, it hasn't worked. And then we were like, maybe it has. Mm. Because of the evaporation line. So if you're doing a test, only do the test when you're told to. And only read it within the time. And yeah, and don't mess around with it and stuff. <laughs> Even it get someone like that you live with or someone else to just take it off you. like. But at this point, we'd seen the test and I was like, oh, it's inconclusive. It might have worked, it might not. We should just wait for four days. But then the crazy pee on a stick lady came out in fuzz, not me. 
and he was like, we need to go and get another test. So we quickly... I thought, I thought, what if it's just like a dodgy test? Yeah. We get another test and we know for sure. So we drove to Tesco and bought a digital test, which I thought would be more um, reliable. And I peed on a stick in Tesco and brought it out without looking at it. And that one was not pregnant. Mm. And then I had to go and do my own memories. I know. That was like a few days before your Ironman so then we were like okay well we just won't we won't test it's probably not worked um we won't test until the test date so which was the 2nd of July which was in relation two to two days race. before your Ironman race yeah. so we I think after that then I started spotting like not good mm. it wasn't ideal so we would absolute... had negative test and then I started spotting so we were like oh well it's over but you, I phoned up the clinic and told them that that happened. And they were like, you still have to test on test day. Mm. Even though we knew it hadn't worked. So we were like in a bummer place anyway. And then we tested on test day. And lo and behold, it was negative. Um, it was an absolute mess of a way to do it, really. Yeah. And then you had to go and do your race and like stay away from me. Like go and be up in Bolton. Yeah, I didn't like that. While I was feeling like shit, you were feeling like shit. I felt like worse because I was like, I'm not with you. Mm. But it's something I was training for for like a year and a half. Yeah. Cost like about, you know. There's nothing you could have done anyway. I know. And you were with your mum. Yeah. So So it was crap. And so. It wasn't great though. It wasn't like, I'm in a good place. Let's. And then the whole, because it hasn't worked, the whole, oh, I wish we had more in the freezer kind of thing came back. But we still had one frozen one in the. um, one frozen one in the embryo one frozen one in the freezer mm. so that's another so I, thing i think i was just like you know fuck it just it didn't work yeah we knew it wasn't gonna like it could have not worked mm. so onward just but yeah you I, were really pragmatic about it and didn't get too upset but from that point i that is not got, a bad thing though no i'm no, not no, saying no, no. It. but every time I keep bringing it up, but I do feel like there's like this big pushback. Like if that, if you are like that, like, oh, that's not good. But okay, head down. We'll just go for the next one. It's like not yet yeah, almost stigmatized. It's like you're not allowed. It's like you but have it's... to be like over, over, really upset about it. No, I think it's really good because like it didn't affect your mental you health because you thought like that. that. Have... But my mental health really suffered. Like I got really upset and. Um, I don't think I was physically upset all the time, but I was definitely depressed like, and not myself. You had to be And I drank really more bad. and ate more. I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'll yeah. drink loads. I'll eat loads. It was like leading up to the summer holidays. So all I just had to really like helped you loads in the summer, yeah. worked hard with the weddings. But when I was work, like not working, we would drink, drink a lot. We're just hanging out. Just yeah. doing what people do for fun. Yeah, eating, but d- eating bad. Food. I was trying not to eat bad food and trying not to drink yeah. too much before it. So I was just like, but yeah. like people like are you? I really do think people should like manage their expectations going into it because if you think you know it's a process and it might not mm. work first time. Um, but you know that does we it, it may never work. Yeah, but there's a good chance. If if you are successful with IVF, then I think there's a good chance that you're going to have some unsuccessful attempts along the way. Yeah. So if you can really get down to your head, like, you know, this... Statistically, this it's is more probably going to happen, yeah. 
it's not going to work on the first time. Yeah, it might take. Even you a though few you hear those stories, you it's yeah. not necessarily going to. And you think, oh, that's great, but that's kind of like a story of someone winning yeah. lottery. You know, you just lots go, of people though just have an opposite mindset and are very hopeful. So they believe that, like me, I believe that it could work. Yeah, but I'm hopeful of the outcome at the end of the process, mm. and this is just part of the process. Yeah. If you think about it statistically, the odds are like 33%, right? Something yeah. like that. I suppose it's slightly different as well because I physically went through something and yours was like... And you did fuck no, all. No. You were just at But home. it's more like a mental thing, like a protocol, like go to an appointment, yeah, but if you talk of, about it. If, if you reinforce this, like, right, this could be really awesome, but it could also yeah. be just a little blip in the roadmap to where mm. we're going. I don't know. I really, it's really, really interesting think that's the different perspectives, and I agree they're both. I don't think there's many women that have had that like, perspective. I you? think we have. I think lots of women think the same as you, and and it's a way of protecting yourself from feeling sad and hurting your feelings. They're all feeling sad, but if you you know, I, I just I don't feel like I wasn't as sad as you because I was like, right, that didn't work, mm. but it's not over. Whereas I think you were like, ah. I wanted it to be work so much that I was like massaging my belly from the get-go like from the moment they put that egg back in Mm. I was like massaging it and like talking to the baby every day yeah and that is maybe a mistake I don't know so can you think of like um advice for other people that might be going through it like you know because we're a couple living together and everyone knows about it. But, like, um, can you think of how that might, like, what you could maybe sit... I don't know. Just try not to think about it too much, I guess. Like you said, like, you in a way... You're not active, aren't you? You're distance not to go... yourself from it, like, and do something like a day trip or book to go away or do a date night or go for a movie or, I don't know. Make do, a big do things, song and dance about something. Do things with your friends to keep you busy so your mind's not on it and it's not, like, two long weeks ahead of you, like make sure that you have plans because I think that takes your mind off it a little bit. We didn't really do that, did we? No, we didn't. Well, it was during COVID, so people were not really doing that kind of thing. So it does depend on the circumstance. But I think as long as you keep busy, then the waiting won't be as torturous as it was for us. Mm-hmm. And some people are just impatient. I'm pretty impatient. Everyone is. You're impatient. We waited five years. No, three, five. No. Right, but So, yeah, that long two-week wait, we were... How did you feel during that, like, two-week wait, do you think? Just hopeful, positive, calm. Not bad, yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Didn't feel bad. I felt fine. Probably excited. Proper gut. Probably on Pinterest looking at, like, nursery ideas and looking at baby names. (laughs) But that's what... I think that's what lots of people do. It's what I did when we first started trying to conceive. And I stopped doing that after we... After I don't know how many months of trying to conceive. Because it's painful to do it. So yeah. and I thought when it Which came back around, which is why if it was me, I'd be like, everything's normal, yeah. not doing anything, just gonna do something else. You know yeah. what I mean? And you're just like Pinterest, yeah, baby things, baby pictures, shopping. Yeah, um, it's really hard, but I think, like you say, it's better to have a middle ground and kind of be a bit pragmatic. Do what you want. Keep hopeful, but but, just, but be I prepared. Would, like, just know yeah. that it might not be. It's, I know this sounds all horrible, but it's probably more likely it's not going to work than yeah. it is. But that's okay. Because, statistically, yeah. Because it's Your about get better as you go the along. journey, isn't it? It's yeah. about the end. I think in the past you've called yourself a pessimistic optimist. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. 
Yeah, and it's perfectly fine to be like that. So, so make, sure you, make, make sure you're busy in those two weeks. Mm. And um, maybe, I mean, can you imagine what it'd be like? Do you want to stop playing with your phone? Yeah. It's going to, that balancing trick precariously on the edge of that mic. So it's just going to, no, just put it there. Just put it there. It's, it's just because it rattles the table and makes mm-hmm. the mic sound bad. But can you imagine if um, if you hadn't, it might be easier if you haven't told anyone I think so. I think that was another big thing with... Um, is there a name for people that don't tell anyone and they're like... No. Spy IVF. A name. I don't know. Spy. Yeah. You know, like, Incognito IVF. Yeah, sweet. No. Um, that was another difficult thing because we have been so open and about it. And I've like, told all my friends, most of my colleagues, because, I mean, school have been amazing at letting me have appointments off. I'm really awesome. lucky. All my um, grown-up friends. Yeah, like everyone knew, all the family. So telling people it didn't work was a bit of a bummer. But then at the same time, they were all there to support me and were really positive and like sending nice words. Do you remember and... anything that people said that was really annoying? No. Just me saying... Don't worry, it might no. work next time. No one said anything annoying. It's just no one can really say anything to make it better. So everyone does nice things and says nice things, even sends us nice things, but nothing they can do can make it better, really. So that's what's hard because people mean well, but no one, only you can help yourself, really, because it's about changing your mindset and like carrying on, like you said. It's part of the journey. Once you've invested all that emotional mm. energy into it, though. Yeah. It's just- difficult to get out yeah um so the clinic you have to tell them the result once you've done it on test day and they what were they like on the phone just really sorry i'm really sorry that's happened and they say that they're here if you need to talk having that job they offer you counseling they say you can have counseling anytime or here anytime do you want to take up the counseling if not now then call back if you want to so that's good i never did take it up but in hindsight, it would have been good to do it, probably. Because I think I was more upset and depressed than I realised at the time. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that was it. And then I think they... I can't remember what they do from then. Maybe they... I think they give you an appointment like in a month's time or a couple of months. They expect you to have another menstrual cycle before you go again. So they tell. I think they tell you to call them once you've had a period following it's called like um when it doesn't work i think the bleeding is like a breakout bleed and not a proper period because it's like i guess like a chemical pregnancy Hmm. not necessarily a miscarriage but i don't know it didn't work anyway can you we've obviously got a dog uh it's obvious (laughs) we talk about her all the time and we've got a little webcam on her coco who dees Look at that. She's not a Springer Spaniel to anyone listening, and she's very pretty. She's not. It's not the best camera because it's uh, a bit dark. But what can you? Has Coco been different with you at these different processes? Like when you when you tested negative, do you think she was a bit more cutchy with you and stuff? I think she's a really sensitive dog anyway to your emotions, and she's just lovely like that. She will. She knows when you're sad. She I'm will not give trying you. Trying to sell her or anything? I'm not trying to... Nah, but she she is just cutchy anyway. If she hears you upset, like she's heard me crying before, she comes over and checks you're okay, and she yeah, so definitely. You, she just goes, it's okay. Definitely, if you've got animals, use the animal therapy. And if you haven't got animals, then find something else that makes you feel good to get over it. Do something fun. Eat all the things, drink all the things if you're a drinker. Go for a walk. <laughs> go for a walk, be in nature. Found out some cool science, I won't go into it, but basically, you know, everyone's like, oh, being outdoors is good for you. Mm-hmm. They've like found out, 
camera from last time. Oh no, it's your camera. Um, I had to restart then. We had to just restart that because the camera went off. But um, we were saying, being out and about in nature, I'm quite into like science and stuff. And when they come out with new theories and stuff, and they're finding like loads of actual science proven things that prove like being around nature and green, mm. green stuff is like actually doing chemical stuff to your body. Yeah. So it's good for your well being. It is actually really good. I think it's called biophilia. Possibly. I don't know. But yeah, I've... Um, Might have just made that up. That's why <laughs> it's like... a wild lie. I think, you know, this... Our our whole journey has been through COVID. I think it's... I think it's really messed people up a lot more than we realise. Yeah. Like, I think because there's that social distance physically and emotionally between people. So I think, there's an, you know, it's not an easy thing to go through anyway as a woman, IVF. Or a man. Well... I've been all right, to be honest. You know, I just yeah, turn up and do what I got to do and whatever. But it's not the same for everyone. No, but um, yeah. So on top of that, and the whole reason, the whole thing, we had to wait ages, and so yeah. yeah, yeah. It would have been nice if we could have just gone on holiday, but obviously, um, we What's did it that? in June. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> we did it in June, and then it was wedding season, so it was just mm. like finished school and then straight to work we had weddings every week back to back because loads of them had rebooked from previous the previous year where things had been cancelled so it was very busy summer working hard and Mm. playing hard yeah (laughs) like you know don't to anyone that's listening who's had a negative test as well like it's hard so don't talk about it yeah don't beat yourself up about it and I just if you haven't talked about it with anyone talk about it anonymously with someone else just... I came off social media because I just couldn't be around it a yeah. lot because um obviously I'm very into using social media to talk about IVF and involved in the community and talk to lots of people but I did go AWOL from it really because I just it was too much so if you need to take a break from being around talk that, to us anonymously if you've got like a yeah. burner account and stuff just message us yeah we like I think we're really lucky that we've got each other, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty yeah, stoic about it. Yeah, some people go like, through this on their own. Because yeah, but then <laughs> I'm not laughing, but I'm just I'm I'm smiling because I think even though you call me a moody bastard, you called you yourself a, that actually. Yeah, and you go, oh, you're such a downer, or whatever. I I think it works well in our setup because mm. you're bit more sensitive and prone to getting sad about things and yeah. i can kind of no which is normal but i am a positive person you yeah, make me yeah. sound like eeyore no but <laughs> i'm like I, a mixture between tigger no, and eeyore it's completely normal to be upset and down about stuff obviously yeah um but if if i was just as bad then mm. we've got two people and that can kind of compound on it then oh it? yeah it can make it like worse so yeah. That's the important thing about being in a relationship, I think. You take turns in things being shit and things being good. When one's weaker, the other one has to be a bit stronger. Step up. Yeah. Well, just not feeling themselves. I know. But it must be really awful if, like, you know, if this, because sometimes people do it on their own. But yeah. when there's two people involved and one person's really down about this or other stuff and yeah. this, and then the other person is as well. Well, it can be like, too difficult to talk to each other sometimes because... Not just that, but like, you know, like when people get really um, down and bad and stuff, mm. 
little things in like minuscule things from other stuff can become huge yeah and then you've got a whole world of problems then yeah so i think we're pretty lucky through it you know yeah like but i just feel bad for people that might be going through it on their own so definitely reach out and talk to us yeah at hoping mom and dad on instagram because it would be nice to talk to you and we are going to try and get some more people in um on the podcast it's just we're doing a big catch up yeah we're kind of time traveling a little bit and stuff and catching up and stuff but yeah it's um i feel really lucky you know yeah i feel almost sometimes i feel bad then i mean obviously we weren't lucky with that yeah but we're super lucky that we have qualified for nhs yeah ivf lots of people have to pay for it yeah Yeah. and they don't qualify for whatever reason and in different countries of the world it's yeah it's like so just to have had the experience was um a lucky thing and a positive thing even though it didn't work out the way we wanted it yeah but you know when i'm kind of aware that like we're pretty lucky so when i'm i don't know i always i don't want to like what's the word not jammy but like i don't want to i don't want to like when people might be going for a really tough horrible time with it don't want to rub it in yeah like not that i would ever try to but Mm. just putting it out there that we are aware that like we're we're privileged yeah we're pretty lucky that we've got each other and stuff and you know so i think it took us a while you know we just kind of like there wasn't a big closing chapter to that was it it was just like it was like it just fizzled out. there was a lot of unknown because we didn't know what the next steps would be so i think that compounded me feeling sad because we weren't sure when we'd start again because of covid and because they're just quite flaky and they don't tell you right away yeah so so there wasn't it's not like it's very much oh it didn't work Mm. bye-bye twiddle (laughs) your thumbs now yeah like i um in a perfect world for me it would be awesome to be like cool that didn't work i need to know what's happening next yeah next step and you're just desperate to go again a lot of the time i guess it depends on how many times you've done it but i was just like come on then let's try the next one but you can't just you can't just do that and they did say some reassuring words didn't they they said stuff like um like your body goes through like it's quite it's quite a regular occurrence for the first attempt the fresh cycles yeah because your body's been through so much stuff it's like it's not rested it's kind of been like yeah. turned into chaos yeah with all the hormones and everything you did have going. a funny turn didn't you at one point when you were doing some of the hormones or was that after that was after yeah so it's just um yeah so i mean really you want to just be like okay didn't work next steps mm. what are we gonna do and you don't you just kind yeah. of wait ivf if anyone wants to know what ivf is go into a room with nothing to do and, and wait. wait and that's pretty much most of it like yeah yeah so true a lot of waiting around a lot of meh so i'd say that's pretty much it for this episode so like a, a bit of a bummer episode but but not really because not really. it's not over till it's over yeah and basically got a little egg in the freezer yeah we had we've got one egg left and then we have to wait until they get back to us now to let us know mm-hmm when we're going to put it in and when we're going to do all that wouldn't stuff. be july because obviously oh yeah july end they, of july i think reassuring maybe august they did give us some reassuring words though they the, some of the nurses said you know well you've got one left mm. so it only takes one yeah it only takes one and um and or you know uh what was i gonna say so it only takes one but 
the the reassurance thing that I took from it was that a lot of them said that um, the first attempt is not as successful as the other ones. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, if there's anything, that's kind of good. Yeah. That if this one didn't work, then there's better chances of the other one working. Yeah. And they were the both they were both the same like quality and stuff, weren't they, or similar? No. One's a five something and the other one's a four something. Did they do the fresh with the four? They did the fresh with the best one. Right. So we've got a less. So we got to wait. Less good one in the freezer. We got to wait, find out um, when we can get that frozen one sorted yeah. out and everything. And it just kind of fizzled out. Really? Yeah. It was a bit like, yeah. Yeah. So I guess next time we'll tell you a little bit about what happened next. Yeah. What, what the whole thing was, basically. Yeah. And, um, we appreciate you guys listening and uh, sending us messages and everything so uh get in touch with us because mm-hmm. w- if we're just doing this for like no one to watch there's no point yeah. <laughs> so if you're going through it and you appreciate what we're doing or you want if you want to come on and talk about your story or just want to say hi or anything just give us a shout yeah just get in touch with us you can get hold becky does the socials at hope and dad on instagram and pretty much Instagram is mm-hmm. the main one, right? Yeah. And then uh, we're putting all the podcast episodes out. So there's going to be a flurry of episodes to get us up to date. Yeah. Um, you're obviously listening to it now, so there'll be a few more. And then we'll be back onto a kind of slower, more regular kind of weekly cycle. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Right. We'll see you in a bit. See you soon.